Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Finger Girls Pod Channel. Hello, I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Welcome to the place where we chat about our lives, your lives, and our guests' lives on the reg with different shows dropping right across the week. Yes, and today uh, we have a special to revamp for you because tomorrow's episode will involve Syl Friedman, the founder of Endoactive, and we want to have a chat with her about endometriosis and where she currently stands in her story. I share a bit about my story and also where they are with the organisation and parliament in this country. But endometriosis is still something that is so misunderstood. And the reason we are having a fairly heavy focus on it this week, mind the pun, pardon the pun, heavy focus. Heavy period. um, (laughs) Is because endo March is the month of March Mm -hmm. and endometriosis go together. And, you know, organisations across the world use this month as a platform to really push uh, awareness of endometriosis, do money, do mm-hmm. events for to raise money for fundraising, et cetera, et cetera. So before we get to the chat uh, tomorrow that will go up on the pod channel that you can mm-hmm. listen to, and sidebar, even if you don't have endometriosis or you're a dude and you're like, well, what even is this? Chances are you'll know somebody with endo, so it will absolutely come in handy and we should all be across a disease that is as common as asthma. That's right. It is a common disease. And just to give you a really quick headline, and the next hour will be um, that we'll be replaying a show that we did uh, about a year ago now, which was called Endo Hour, showcasing all kinds of different issues from you guys, our posse, from different celebrities. And we break down some of the symptoms and misconceptions that endometriosis offers. But endometriosis is a common disease in which the, where the tissue that is similar to the lining of the womb grows outside or in other parts parts of the body. So, you know, it's up to about 10% of women suffer with endometriosis at some point in their life. Mm. And it often starts as early as teenagers, but misdiagnosis is such a big problem uh, in this country because we have such a lack of awareness within our, uh, within our medical Mm -hmm. world, as Mm -hmm. well as within our community. So enjoy, get educated and make sure that you really do concentrate because as you said, Merce, it may not affect you directly, but I'm pretty sure it will after you listen to these shows. Someone in your life may not even know that they're yet affected, like myself. For the next hour, we've decided to kick off Endo Hour. So all things endometriosis on this show for the next 60 minutes, pals. Now, can I say this is absolutely 100% been inspired by uh, a cocktail that we had with a girlfriend <laughs> by the name of Syl Friedman, who is the founder or co-founder of Endoactive and joins us in the studio for the next hour. Hello. Hi, love. We're so glad to have you here. You're doing we, did so it. we did it. We did it. Amazing thing. We had a bit of a drink and said, we need to talk about all of this. And you actually stuck to your word and did it. I mean, it took us a cut few I was going to say, it took us a little while, (laughs) but here we are for the next hour because it it is something still that so many women are affected by, Mm. yet there's still so much that's still unknown about endometriosis. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, there are conversations starting to be had about it, like tonight, which is fantastic. But um, considering this affects one in ten women, and it's obviously extremely common, mm. and it's something that I, I'm, not, I'm just still not really sure why people aren't speaking about it and why we aren't being educated about it at school. Mm. Um, because it involves women and because it's uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. Two things that Australia don't do overly very well. And no. women's pain not being taken seriously. Absolutely. Which is yeah. Now, you are raising awareness and providing lots of information advocacy for women suffering from endometriosis like yourself. And over the next hour, we are going to discuss all different facets of what we, we know as endometriosis with all different voices. And you'll be guiding us all the way through it, won't you, love? I absolutely will. Jackie O is going to be joining <laughs> us on the show. Julie Snook uh, from Channel 9. A couple of different experts. But of course, 31065 is the number. We want to be joined by by you to open up the conversation if you are someone that suffers from endo and want a space to talk about it here we are you might not be sure if you do you know we've got so many experts in to answer your questions so make sure you get involved it's the thinker girls endo hour and now the thinker girls endo hour on kiss we are talking endometriosis for the next hour and with a co-host in the house who is absolutely well equipped to discuss all things endo, and that is Syl Friedman, the co-founder of Endoactive. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so glad that you're here. Kate has given us a quick call on 131065. Kate, do you have endo, or what did you want to weigh in here on the conversation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you guys mentioned that um, you feel like it's not spoken about enough. I think it's not spoken about enough because many GPs and the ones that I've always come across kind of put it down to endometriosis being really bad period pain, get over it, go on the pill and deal with it in 10 years' time. Um, that's my experience so far anyway. Kate, uh, well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. So what do you suggest? Like, let's get straight into it. And before we get to a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a, a, a montage of why exactly we're going to be discussing all of this, what do you say to people that are getting that response when they're going to the doctors at this point? Yeah, that is so, so, so common. Like, we hear that story through Endoactive time and time and time and time and time again. Women are just, like, every time they present to their GP um, at any age, they're often told um, to, yeah, just as that caller was the same thing, told mm. to go away, get it, like, either go on the pill and get on with it or go and take a Panadol or um, period pain can't be that bad. So if you're copying that, um, like Kate and like so many other women, I yeah. mean, what do you suggest that you do? Well, that's the difficult thing. I think there needs to be um, a two-pronged approach. Like, we've got to be educating the general public about endo um, and telling girls to um, have the confidence to go and talk to their healthcare professionals about it. So if you're um, having such bad period pain that it's keeping you from uni or work or school... Um, then obviously there is something wrong and you could have endo. But if we're sending those girls um, to healthcare professionals and sending them to the doctors who are then turning them away, um, that's really problematic. So we need to be educating mm. um, healthcare professionals as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. and, and that's what we want to do for the next hour, educate us. But in case you're driving along going, why do we need to be talking about endo for a full hour on The Thinker Girls? We wanted to give you a snippet on just exactly why we find it so important. If people say, oh, what's, what's wrong with you or why are you always sick, it's kind of a bit, a bit hard to explain to them. They don't really understand. The pain, the fatigue and the constant bloatingness are 
especially um, the fact I felt like everything was falling out constantly. There's a tear every time that I blink. Endometriosis is when endometrium tissue is found outside of the womb. It can cause extreme pain and even infertility. Uh, it then took three years of IVF, full IVF, and lots of miscarriages and lots of failed cycles uh, for me to actually approach a doctor. All of the usual remedies didn't work. The painkillers didn't work. Exercise didn't work. And it was to the point where I'd be, you know, throwing up or passing out from pain. Women with endometriosis have to wait on average 8 to 12 years to be diagnosed. It literally took about 10, eight, between 8 to 10 years to diagnose that I had endometriosis. It was 13 years of having all of the symptoms before I realised. They don't really, they can't really tell you if you have endo unless you go under the knife. Take my mind and take my pain. When we did have a look, I had stage 4 endometriosis that had fused my internal organs together and there was no way that I could have carried a baby to term. It's just, it's just it's hard to explain, but you lose your self-confidence. 20% of teenage girls have distressing period pain and don't get the required treatment. I had six or seven ultrasounds and all came back negative. I had blood tests that came back negative. I then asked if I could have a laparoscopy and it was then that I found out that I had endo and I was actually riddled with endometriosis. Well, I was told at 16 that I should have a baby to get rid of the endo and that would cure it. We know that's not true now. It's all got too much, get me out of here. It most commonly affects the reproductive organs but can frequently be found in the bowel and bladder and has even been found in the lungs and brain. Every time I um, would have my period, I would be in a lot of pain, like to the point where I would be vomiting. Um, really sore breasts was a massive one for me. I couldn't hug anyone for about 10 years. <laughs> for me, it's, um, it's really stolen a lot of my teenage years and the normal sort of rites of passage that you go through with the travel and that sort of thing because I was um, too debilitated really to do much. It also interrupted my education and stole a lot of opportunities from me. Endometriosis affects one in ten women. My name's Lisa and I have endometriosis. My name is Jodie and I have endometriosis. My name is Eden and I have endometriosis. My name is Ella Fredericks and I have endometriosis. My name is Elle Watmer and I have endometriosis. Say what you need to say. Now listen. This is the Thinker Girls Endo Hour. Kiss. Yeah, one in ten women suffer from endometriosis, yet it's still not a conversation had all of the time, and that is why Syl Friedman, the co-founder of Endoactive, is co-hosting this part of the show with us. We're stoked to have you here. Thank you so much. Now, we, you got a bit choked up at the, I guess, the bit of audio that we're playing before. Yep. We all were feeling really emotional because I think a lot of people might be driving along going, what's the big deal? Like, why are we doing this for an hour? And, um, and we will chuck it up on our website, hopefully you got a bit of a gauge of just how many listeners, just how many people mm-hmm. are affected by this. And one particular woman uh, who has been affected by endometriosis for a long time, and you might know who she is. She is from Channel 9, also known as a particular jacket incident. <laughs> <laughs> that, we, that we must mention. 
attention. <laughs> Hashtag Jack again. We are talking about uh, the beautiful Julie Snook who joins us in the studio. Good evening, ladies. I thought I snuck in under the radar there, but no luck. It's too. It's just still it's, around. And you wear, really is, you wear it? can confirm, you're wearing black today. I am wearing floral. There is a lot going on here today. There is can you, no white. Can you just white. put on a white jacket? <laughs> no, thanks. Been there, done that. No, no, no. But we are here to talk about, I guess, an experience that you haven't really spoken too openly about um, that is is completely related to endometriosis. Yeah, absolutely. And we were talking about this in the green room. It's not something that I've hidden. It's not something that I've ever been ashamed to talk about. It's more something that hasn't been talked about for as long as I've really had it. Mm. And yeah, I, I was diagnosed with endometriosis when I was about 18 or 19 years of mm. age. So I've had it for well over a decade now. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's something that's just become part of my life. And as I was saying to... Um, these guys a little bit earlier actually in two weeks time i'm going in for surgery and this will be number 11 or 12 for me and as surgeries for, as for somebody that doesn't have endometriosis and mm-hmm. there's no close women in my life that i know of anyway that have endo yep. what does that mean when you say you go in for surgery uh so, so basically there um there are various options to treat endometriosis there is no cure but there mm. are treatments um mm. for me the best treatment has been what we call a laparoscopy which is a form of surgery it is a procedure you go under for and uh, basically it's keyhole surgery and they go in and they remove the endometriosis they sort of they they burn it off or or cut it out or whatever needs to be done Mm. so it is quite evasive it's quite um invasive it's quite emotional it's Mm. quite draining and and it is a surgery it's a procedure so it takes a lot out of you and this is what number what 11 or 12. I've, wow. I've sort of lost count now. What are you wow. up to, Syl? Have you ever had this kind of type of surgery? Yeah, I've only had two, but I was just going to say what Julie said. Um, having a laparoscopy is the only formal way of actually diagnosing endo at the moment. So... You need to go in to see to have the surgery in order to be diagnosed, which is incredibly invasive. It is invasive, and it. it, I think that's the other thing people underestimate is what um, it takes to go through. You know, I've got Mm. ten days off work, and I haven't really discussed it with with those at work. It's not something you sort of walk into the office and and discuss. Um, But you know, uh, you know, my mum comes up and she looks after me, and she'll spend a few days with me once I get out of hospital, and um, you know, my partner and my housemate and everyone rallies around you and helps out. But it's become such a big part of my life now that, you know, my friends will come and see me and spend time on the couch with me and bring flowers and, and cook for me and do things like that because really it does, it, it takes a lot out of you. Mm. Wow. It's, and, it's abs- and so just really quickly, can you talk us through how you figured out that that's what it was for you? Did you have to have the surgery like Syl was saying where they had an idea, this is it? Well, as you've heard from in in that beautiful montage a little bit earlier, basically, you know, so many GPs don't really know. Um, and for, for a long time I had symptoms now that make sense. But at the time, you know, I, I could pass out. I could be incredibly sick. Um, I could just have rid- awful, awful pain. And, and no one could explain to me why. So I underwent so many tests until finally a gynecologist uh, said, I believe this is what you have, but we do need to go in for surgery. Mm. And even going in for that particular procedure, a laparoscopy, I just had no idea what I was going in for. I just mm. thought it was a quick and easy day surgery. Well, they tell and you I'd it's day surgery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought it'd be fine. So I just called my parents and said, oh, I'm just going in, you know, not a worry in the world. Um, I ended up spending a few nights in hospital and, mm. you know, two weeks off work and it, it sort oh, of knocked God. me for six. And yeah. that's why conversations like these ones are so important to be having and we couldn't be prouder to have both of you chicks on the show tonight.
tonight talking about this. Um, speaking of experts, Dr. Susan Evans is one of those. She is uh, uh, the Director of Pelvic Pain Foundation of Australia. She's going to be joining us on the show in a couple of songs' time. Yeah, Jackie is going to join us as well mm-hmm. and have a bit of a chat about um, things that she's found that have helped her through her endometriosis, year, many, many years yeah. of sufferer. And, um, and 31065 is the number. If you want to weigh in and ask Dr. Susan or Syl a question, we are taking your calls across the next hour. Julie Snook, thanks so much for jumping on board Endo Hour. Yeah, and for being so yeah. brave, Chicky. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck for the surgery, too. Thank you. And now, the Stinky Girls Endo Hour on Kiss. Yeah, for the past hour, we have been chatting about endometriosis, co-hosted right now by Syl Friedman, who's the co-founder of Endo Active. So many celebrities have endometriosis that people don't even know about too. Yeah. Lena Dunham, Whoopi Goldberg, Hillary Clinton, Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Lena Dunham's been fantastic about coming out and talking about she's it. She's done a big, yeah, yeah follow yeah. a Lenny letter. It's incredible. Yeah. She talks about she's done a lot of, had a lot of surgeries yes. as well. Um, but we were in the break talking a little bit about how you kind of start to figure out whether your period isn't normal. And so you were saying that it's kind, it's really important to know what a normal period is so you have some idea of what something not normal is, I guess. Yeah. Or normal is a wrong, funny word, but healthy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is something that we've sort of figured out um, just in the co- last couple of years through starting Endoactive, is that we're actually never taught at school what an, a normal period is like. Mm, mm. So we're t- we talk about um, sort of the life cycle of the egg and we talk about um, mm. STIs and, and how to avoid um, you know s- sexually transmitted diseases and things. We're not actually taught what about what a normal period is like. So then if you're starting to experience symptoms that are not normal how are you supposed to know that 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 that's something worthwhile going Mm. to see the doctor about so like for girls who are bleeding for 30 days right so length would be something to look out for then yeah so um things like um uh, really really heavy bleeding Mm. or um breakthrough bleeding or Mm -hmm. spotting so for me i was on the pill and i was having breakthrough bleeding anyway Mm. so i never had heavy periods that's usually um a, a major symptom for a lot of girls which is a big indicator that possibly something is wrong. Yeah, okay. Um, but because I didn't have that, that wasn't something that made me go to the doctor. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Someone, and speaking of doctors, somebody that does have people like yourself coming and sitting in front of her every day of the week is a gynecologist, director of the Pelvic Pain Foundation of Australia, and joins us on the show, Dr. Susan Evans. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much for having me. Hey, Susan, cheers for your time. I mean, Syl was filling us in a little bit, I suppose, about symptoms and, and how to tell that, that your cycle is, you know, healthy. But what are some of the other different symptoms of endometriosis to look out for other than just your period? Okay. Well, it, um, it depends on the person. So every woman's a bit different. So when it comes to the actual period, I think one of the easiest ways to pick that it's abnormal is that somebody who has distressing pain for more than one or two days a month that isn't easily managed by being on the pill or taking those normal sort of period pain medications like ibuprofen. But there's a whole lot of other pains that are common in people with endometriosis but don't necessarily mean that they've got, uh, you know, endometriosis lesions in those areas. And some of those can be an irritable bladder. Uh, an irritable bowel, sorry, right. a oh. painful bladder where you go a lot, mm-hmm. or stabbing pains, which are from the muscle pain, or a whole lot of other things that make you feel miserable, like fatigue and poor sleep and anxiety, low mood, nausea and sweating. So there's lots of different things. And you can't actually explain all of these things with just that's where the endo lesions are because it doesn't actually work like that. Mm, so it's very complicated. Uh, Dr. Susan, uh, Katrina has given us a call and she's got a question for you. Katrina, what did you want to ask sure. Susan? Hi, Susan. Um, I was wondering, in terms of a long-term, so I've been diagnosed with endo and I've had two laparoscopic um, surgeries. I was wondering, what does it just mean long-term in terms of falling pregnant and all of that? I've been advised day-to-day stuff, but... Long-term, I'm not really sure. Sure. Okay. So um, I think that an important thing to understand is that the amount of endometriosis that they see doesn't fit with the amount of pain. So you can have a little bit of endometriosis and a lot of pain, or you can have a lot of endometriosis and only a little bit of pain. But the thing that the more endometriosis you have, the more likely it is that you might have troubles getting pregnant. So when people talk about, you know, stage four and severe stuff and big endometriosis cysts, that's only about one in, that's 5%, like one in 20 women with endometriosis. So most of them will have milder lesions and a lot of those women will actually get pregnant fairly well. Mm. You just got to, you know, not leave it too long, pick a good man with good sperm and have regular You'll probably get pregnant beautifully. You should. That should be one of of the questions at the bar that you ask, Katrina. Um, Dr. Susan Evans, thanks. (laughs) How's your sperm count? Because I'm not sure with my endometriosis we're going to be a great match. (laughs) Thanks thanks so much for filling us in. Uh, DrSusanEvans.com.au is where we can find more about your work. Um, It is really important, Syl, as you would know, for for people that um, are recognisable and celebs to come out and start talking about their experience with endo. And Jackie O is one of those people. Yes. And she's going to join us on the show next. Now listen. This is the Thinker Girls Endo Hour. Uh, we are here with the co-founder of Endoactive, Syl Friedman. Hey, chick. Hey. Hello. We actually had a cocktail uh, probably a few months ago. Heard about <laughs> your story. Heard about all the amazing things you're doing. Heard about all the things you were doing at university to try and shift all this stuff. We said we've got to talk about it. Yeah, it's What's funny. going on with that, P.S.? Well, it's funny because I can't t- talk too much about that because okay. I'm under a bit of lock and key at the okay. moment. Um, but oh, Sorry yeah. if I brought the cocktail. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> 
No, the cocktail's fine. Um, no, the uni stuff. It's funny because endo has obviously wreaked havoc on my life and is, it was completely traumatic and destroyed it in many, many ways. But um, it's actually changed the course of my life in a really positive way in that it's obviously become my passion. I've started endoactive. Um, I went back to uni, did a master's in health communication so that I could understand um, health and how to run a charity better. Um, and now I'm doing um, a new degree uh, which in which I will be doing further research on endo basically mm-hmm. to add to the literature um, on the patient experience because there's just not enough about it. Because obviously that's so much of um, the core, right, of, of women going to see their GPs and the GPs not even really knowing, you know, maybe what they should to be able to then, I don't know, diagnose it's, properly yeah. and not undermine people's pain. Undermining women's pain um, and misinformation about endometriosis. So initially not having endo- um, information about endo, like we're not learning about it at school, we're not understanding what the symptoms are. Um, and then obviously uh, when we do go to the doctor, there's a lot of misinformation mm. and that's really, really problematic. Mm. Now, Wolfie Goldberg, Lena Dunham, Susan Sarandon, Dolly Parton, Hillary Clinton, Emma Bunton, Marilyn Monroe, Cindy Lauper, Bethany Frankel, just to name a few, are all women that have come out and spoken about endometriosis. But our very own Jackie O, uh, right on this station, has suffered from endometriosis for a long time and we caught up with her earlier today to hear about her story. Jackie, we wanted to know when you first discovered that you had endometriosis. Well, and how? I didn't, okay, so I was probably about 18 when I first had the pain of endometriosis. Mm-hmm. It came out of nowhere. One morning I just woke up and I thought I was dying and I'd never had any kind of period pain in the lead up to that. And I went to doctor after doctor after doctor and I got tested for ulcers and cysts and all sorts of things and no one had ever even mentioned the word endometriosis to me until I was 32. So I had had gone to so many doctors in that time from 18 to 32 and nobody had even mentioned that word. Yeah, I I, I just sort of gave up. I think I went through a period of getting tests done, going to doctors and then just living with it for many years thinking, okay, well, I'm just one of those girls that have really bad period pain. And I can't remember how it came to be, but it was a, it, it was one particular doctor I was referred to. He did a test and he was like, yeah, of course you have it. And, mm. and couldn't quite believe that no one had even picked that up before. You don't know what your period pain is really in comparison to someone else. No, you've else. got no idea. And as no. chicks, I feel like we're like, well, maybe I'm just being not a sore. Dramatic. But yeah. Or, yeah, or I'm, I've got a low pain tolerance. Yeah. Going through what I was going through. I mean... It got to the point where I was having to go to the hospital every month and get morphine because it just nothing would get rid of it. And I remember being once and and it's it stops you from doing normal things sometimes. I mean, um, I went with my husband on a trip to uh, Africa. We did a safari and we're in the middle of nowhere and we're in a tent. And I just remember getting it one night and it was two o'clock in the morning. You know, oh, the, the oh guy that owned the camp, he was just like, I have something for you. I needle, but he goes, I've never administered a needle into anything but a cow before. So I'll give it a go. <laughs> and I was like, just please do something because, you know, it's just, it doesn't stop. And I remember at that point, it was so painful that nothing would, nothing would stop it unless I had 
something really strong and like that. That, that gives you a bloody idea of where you're at. That is so extreme. I've given birth to a child before, and I was told by one doctor oh, that, yeah, it's mm, that they're similar to labour pains, which they're not really. <laughs> Are they worse, Jackie? Is it worse to the it's pain di- of you going through labour? Yeah, or? different. No, you know what I hate to say, but labour is a million times. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Well, we're all in for that. Yeah, so, cool. uh, yeah. Hey, Jack, I wanted to ask you because it was only a couple of weeks ago um, that you were suffering from really, really bad pain um, throughout your, your period, obviously suffering from endo, yeah. that, that you were slumped over the, the wheel of your car and you couldn't actually get up to the studio to do the show with Kyle. Yeah. I mean, what is that experience like when it comes to suffering from endometriosis? It's something that you know, that comes up every single month. How does it go and how does it affect you and your work life? It happens every month and you cannot take a day or two off every month and sometimes you have to push through it and you feel guilty because the the month before I'd taken a day off because of it. And so this month came around and I was like, oh, I can't do that again. I'm going to have to no matter what drive myself to work and turn up but can I just say one thing for anyone listening and something I've really been taking note of when it comes to endometriosis pain is diet is a huge factor so I have been taking notes over the last year and a half of when the period pain gets really really intense and the months it hasn't been so bad and on those months when I'm doing clean eating not eating carbs not eating sugar it's actually really easily manageable. So, so interesting. Yeah, but that's yeah. good advice for people that have maybe just discovered that they've got it, just to kind of keep track and keep in check because I reckon sometimes you don't even really have much of a handle on what you eat. So you get to the end of the day and you can hardly remember what you've eaten. Yeah, it's true. Completely. Look up those foods of what, what's bad for inflammation and, and, and decreasing that and I think it, it'll make a big difference. Okay. Oh, thank you so much for sharing, yeah, Jackie O. Yes, we I'm really glad you're appreciate doing a special it. on it. We really appreciate um, you jumping on board. Jackie O Thanks underscore official is where we can find you on Insta or we can hear you with Kyle on, on the, the Hour of Power. Hour of Power. Thanks. Great. Good to talk to you, girls. Thanks, Thanks Jack. Bye, Bye. Bye. And now, the Stinky Girls Endo Hour on Kiss. Still Friedman has been with us for the last hour, the co-founder of Endo Active. You guys are doing an amazing job of raising awareness and providing information which seems to be... I don't know. Scarce. Do you, yeah. Scarce, yeah. But is that, would you say that's the best way for people just to feel empowered that suffer from endo to yeah. know more? Yeah, absolutely. So after getting a diagnosis um, through laparoscopy, which is a keyhole surgery and at the moment it's the only formal way to diagnose endo, after that um, having as much knowledge, evidence-based information mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you possibly can to educate yourself and self-manage your disease mm-hmm. is absolutely essential and that was um, the game changer for me. So anyone who's 65 is our number. We usually do last calls uh, every night on our show and we're going to do that but obviously with a bit of a special focus tonight. Grace, what do you want to weigh in on this chat? Hi, how are you going? Um, I just wanted to say um, I'm 21 and have been I've been suffering from endometriosis officially since for two years now and I just wanted to talk about the illnesses that I've gotten from the endometriosis. Okay, so so what else are you suffering from, Grace? So first of all, I got diagnosed with vaginismus, which is the cramping of the pelvic muscles. As um, I think one of the doctors said before, um, the stabbing pain that you feel because of the muscle spasms, that's so what that's I like, So you're in so much pain that your muscles have ended up reacting 
Yeah, kind of like a flinching reaction, like trying to protect itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what it feels like, it feels like I'm getting stabbed into the vagina with a metal rod. So it means no sex, no tampons, no sitting for longer than 20 minutes. Mm. Um, Yeah, and that's something that's very common um, as an endo sufferer. Um, and secondly, I suffer as well from Fowler's syndrome, which is also another common syndrome afterwards. And um, what it is, is it's basically cramping of the muscles around the urethra. And it means that I can't wee, so it means I have to carry a catheter with me everywhere so oh I can self catheterize oh, to wee. Poor so sorry, sorry Grace. And we're we're so appreciative that you've shared your story because I think people do, I guess, judge endometriosis as a bit of a period pain and a bit of a little girl whinge. And when you say stories like that, people can go and get... Mm -hmm. It's absolutely not just period pain. Like as Grace was saying, it's it's bladder issues, it's chronic UTIs. Well, not being able to sit, not being able to wee. My God, Al uh, has given us a call on 131065. Al, what did you want to weigh in here on Endo? Yeah, I just wanted to add in as well um, that my endo actually went undiagnosed for 14 years and it wasn't until I was trying to fall pregnant uh, that I actually even realised I had it and we were put through four years of IVF, intense IVF, um, six rounds of putting embryos back, miscarriages before it was even diagnosed in my case. Mm. Um, So that's just another thing to be aware of. It's not just the pain, um, it affects everybody because... Um, we were put through heartbreak for three, four years all up, um, trying to get pregnant. And at that point, I haven't, hadn't even had a laparoscopy. It was never mentioned that I could have endometriosis. And the fact that you were going through IVF and you were, and you were miscarrying and no one at any point decided to say, Hey, maybe this is because you've got endometriosis and we give you a laparoscopy early on. It's that you nuts. went through round yeah. after round. Is there after anywhere that people can donate, just like a charity, to for more research still? Um, yes. Yeah, so obviously donations to Endoactive, uh-huh. um, we're um, self-funded pretty much and rely on donations. And um, there is other organisations doing research. Endometriosis Australia um, is uh, who I think Elle is an ambassador for. Um, they're doing stuff as well. Um, but yeah, uh, there's not that much. I mean, there's a lot of research going, and it costs mm. millions of dollars. But in terms of patient support, which I think is essential, um, that's where that's why Endoactive is so important to me and so close to my yeah, heart. Yeah, because you guys are actually speaking yeah. to the people that are suffering. Yeah, and we're working completely voluntarily. Yeah. Dominic, what do you want to weigh in on this conversation to wrap up our show? Ladies, I just want to say, look, thank you so much. I am a father of five girls and my middle daughter, um, who's 17, has recently um, been complaining of severe pains and it's not period pain. We, we don't believe that. So we've just had... Um, uh, blood not blood sorry we've just done ultrasounds and so I just it was good to, to know that there might be something out there that now I can go to a doctor and say maybe this is something we should be looking at 
So your information was great. Dominic, all three of us yeah. sitting in the studio. <laughs> just, we almost broke. Just no to let you know, we're all we, all, we all got tears in the old eyeballs. Because um, it's so, yeah. It's great. And we're just so thrilled that you've called and we're so yeah, thrilled uh, that oh, we've been you. able to help. Thank you so much for listening to Dominic and good luck with your daughter and, and really push the door open with this. Because yeah, don't take no for an answer. There isn't, there isn't a lot of information. So it might not always be some of the doctor's faults. You need to yeah. kind of push your own research and your own stuff on so hopefully over the last hour you've understood a little bit more about what it is and maybe if you're being affected in some way you can kind of take the information into the doctor's surgery. Yeah, empower yourself with information. Yeah, Syl Friedman from endoactive.org.au is the website or endoactive on Twitter or on Facebook. As you said, Endo Australia is another um, Aussie cause that's, you know, looking into endo and, and providing a bit of support. But and Pelvic Pain Foundation of Australia, which brilliant. is Dr. Susan Evans. They've got a lot of um, fantastic information as well. We'll put all of the information up on our website. Thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find us. And we'll be back tomorrow night. Seal, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's Thanks, girl. regulars on sunrise yeah girl it's the best and we bring you guys along with us our posse every single week just by joining our insta story yes from the taxi ride there to the makeup chair and selfies with other amazing talented sunrise guests we share it all yeah make sure you head to the thinker girls on insta and check out the updates every single tuesday and wednesday we'll catch you there planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.